Welcome to Multiply Your Money. This is episode number 105 and uh, I'm continuing the little series on getting debt under control. So if you need to be debt free, this is a really good episode to listen to. So some people are a little in debt and some people are deeply in debt. And irrespective of the size, if you have any debt problems, you need to start taking immediate action to control your debts over the next 90 days. Um, you can. There's a lot you can do in 30 days, right? But 90 days is a realistic time frame. So you should definitely aim to, yeah, I'm going to start doing something every day now for the next 30 days, but you need to see it right through to at least 90 days, you know, three months. Three months is, is actually a financial quarter, okay? But aim for 90 days. So here's what works consistently. Gather up every money-related bill, statement, letter, receipt, invoice that you can find and collate them neatly in one folder. And look for everything to do with money such as bill statements and receipts. Make sure that you've got everything you can find related to money and put it in a folder. And then sort them into categories. So sort them into credit card statements, bank statements, charge card statements, loan statements, bills, debt repayment letters, demand letters. And get a complete list of every debt you owe with the amount plus the fees, the charges and the interest owing. So top priority debts are mortgage and rent, loans such as student loans, housing loans, tax, HMRC, VAT, uh, the IRS, the ATO, council rates, utility bills, licenses and registrations. These creditors can and will take strong legal action against you. Do you understand that? There's nothing worse than having your house repossessed because you missed a couple of mortgage repayments. Okay? These people can and will take strong legal action against you. Now, low-priority debts are credit cards and charge cards, unsecured loans such as finance loans, overdrafts, store card purchases such as furniture, and borrowings from family or friends. Now, warning, these creditors are less pressing, but you can still up end up in court and hit with debts plus the interest costs, plus the fees, plus the charges, plus the legal bills. Okay? Only seek help from qualified advisors. So start with the Citizens Advice Bureau. Ultimately, the key is to create a reduction plan that suits your circumstances. Now, once you have the plan, contact everyone you owe money to and keep them informed and then stick to the plan. Do not ignore your creditors. Avoid high street short-term money lenders because this deepens and worsens the problem. Okay, These high interest loans are dangerous because they typically start a brand new cycle of debt that just gets worse rapidly. So avoid these short-term money lenders. Okay? If you are in financial trouble, your number one goal is to get out of financial trouble. Once debt-free, you can start fresh with a principle of spending less than what you earn. Um, when I talk to professionals, the number one thing they talk about is their credit card debt. And in most cases, their credit card debt is just crushing. Credit cards make it so easy to have what you want instantly. You know, it's very hard to, to exercise impulse control when you've got a credit card and you can have what you want right now. But this is a serious mistake if you cannot manage your money. 
But the real problem is giving into negativity and a lack of discipline. It's that mindset issue. As I've said, the fastest escape route from financial woes is to save 10% no matter what and try to reduce your debts with 20% of your after-tax take-home pay and learn to live on 70% of your income. Um, But I say if you're in serious financial trouble, contact the Citizens Advice Bureau. In most cases, they can quickly assess your needs. They can allocate you to a debt reduction specialist and they can point you in the right direction in terms of getting the support you need to becoming debt-free a lot sooner and a lot quicker. Please don't be tempted to do anything illegal. Okay, Countless people make life works by trying to solve financial difficulties by doing something illegal. I, uh, I coached a client recently who one of his managers had embezzled a quarter of a million pounds from him. Now that guy's doing jail time right now. Even if starting a cash-only business like ironing or house cleaning will get you into trouble if you don't declare your earnings, right? So let's say that you get an ironing job and you're making £200 extra, right? And the taxation department finds out about it. They'll fine you. They'll, they'll charge you with back taxes. You've now got a black mark on your tax record and they'll fine you, okay? So don't do it. So if you're earning extra money, declare the earnings. Pay tax on it, okay? Don't do anything illegal. Please don't do anything stupid or desperate. Recently, um, in America, there was a $303 million lottery in America, and I read about a young man who was already deep in debt who took what little savings had left, and he borrowed several thousand from friends to buy hundreds of lottery tickets, and none of them won. None of them. I recently heard of a guy who transferred all his life savings to a lawyer in Nigeria who said a relative had died and left him $14 million in cash and all he needed was to transfer £15,000 to process the stamp duty. Of course, this was just a scam, blatant scam. But sadly, there are ruthless people who prey on the vulnerable. Now, just so you get a heads up, the average person who gets taken in by a Nigerian scam will spend £300,000. It's, it's, you can't believe it. But the average person who gets taken by Nigerian scams, these, these, you know, we've got $14 million in cash left to you. Average amount of money taken, £300,000. Okay? There are ruthless people out there who are trying to separate you from your money. Please don't do anything expensive. There are people out there who claim they can help you, but they charge a really exorbitant fee. Notice that I'm asking you to buy a £10 book and spend £25 on doing a test. That's it. I'm not asking you to spend hundreds of pounds with me, right? Um, yes, the money chimp, there's a price tag to it, but it's cheaper than a pub meal. You know, it's cheaper than four cappuccinos. Get the idea? But it's game changing. Start where you are right now. Remember Jake? He started cleaning windows and um, front yards of homes in his street. Now, most of his clients live within half a mile of his home, and pretty soon he was earning 15 pounds an hour, five days a week. And potentially, he was earning about £450 a week, as opposed to earning £4.27 an hour. Did he want to be a cleaner? No. Was he saving up to buy camera equipment? Yep. Was this a clean, uh, an easy way to do it? It was hard work. It wasn't easy. Cleaning, cleaning windows and cleaning front gardens in the cold certainly wasn't easy. But he had the determination to get there, and he wanted to get debt-free as well. And my last point is tell the truth. If you're in debt, tell the truth to the people who matter most to you. Most people can handle the truth, trust me. 
What they can't handle is discovering that you've known that there's been a problem for a long time and didn't tell them. See, it breaks trust. Telling the truth starts by gathering the facts so that you've got an accurate picture. And solving your money worries, uh, solving money worries, it takes time and it takes smart thinking and it takes hard work. And it may not be easy, but everyone who dug themselves out from under a mountain of debt applied the strategies that I've been talking to you about in these episodes. If all you can do right now is borrow a book from your local library, do that. If all you can do is ring the Citizens Advice Bureau and set up a time to go and talk to someone, do that. But start somewhere.